do like to poke, poke fun of the audience as well at yeah. times as well. And I think yeah. things need to change. Things can't stay the yeah. same way forever. We have eaten meat for thousands of years, so why is it now so wrong to still eat it? This is the People's Countryside Environmental Debate Podcast. We don't actually talk about the countryside as much as we used to because you, the listener, listeners, send in questions for us to discuss and uh, very often it takes us away from the countryside. And uh, today's question is going to be about um, eating meat. So uh, it's, I think it's about eating meat. Yeah, eating meat. So uh, don't let your eyes glaze over. Just uh, stick with us. So uh, this is the People's Countryside Environmental Debate Podcast. I'm Stuart, the wild man, but one of the co-hosts. And uh, my job is making nature part of people's daily life. Who's the other co-host? I'm William Mankler. Thanks very much for being with us. I am a, a photographer. Generally, you'll find me behind a camera. Sometimes you'll find me flying a drone. Sometimes you'll find me behind like a microphone like I am now or in front of a live audience. In, mm-hmm. in fact, we've got a talk tomorrow, haven't we, Stuart? Yeah. Uh, at, at Floor in Northamptonshire, yeah. where we're going to be talking about um, wildlife in everyday gardens. It's a very interactive talk. Mm. And uh, we do like to poke, poke fun of the audience as well at yeah. times as well. Um, this, this, this podcast is definitely has an environmental slant to it we try to at least put uh, an environmental slant to it uh, particularly in any actions that we can come up with from the question that is posed mm. we don't always get actions uh, not not overt ones at least anyway uh, often the actions are just you mm. know they are there buried in the conversation you and uh, you probably have actions yourself that you actually hear that we don't even hear ourselves, right mm. Stuart exactly these are the conversations that need having and they're sometimes a debate but generally they're just me and William just waffling on and uh, we try and keep the big issues in your consciousness and as William says through actions uh, we try and address what's been raised and we're like two men two men sat in a pub given an envelope with the question for the first time and uh, and then we we explore it without any preparation Uh, just explore it from our own truths but we've got a few announcements to make before we get into today's question it's from Debs in uh, Didcot Oxfordshire England the first thing I want to announce is 2024, we're going to be going once a week uh, on a Sunday, 10 a.m., and dropping the Tuesday at 10 a.m. Why is that, William? It will create a different podcast in some ways. In some ways, it will be almost ident- a very similar podcast as in we're going to be, well, we're going to be talking the same way, aren't we, Stuart? Yeah. But how, what we're going to do now is instead of having one question to, to discuss on a Sunday and one to discuss on a Tuesday, we're going to put two questions in one episode. It just almost makes it a bit of an omnibus episode, yeah. um, and it allows a little bit more space for us both to to cha- you know to do something creative as well. Yeah. Stuart. Exactly. We'll, we'll be doing uh, Sundays, ten a.m. You will still be doing bonus episodes and maybe some min- episodes in the mini series yeah, that well, we do. Why uh, have, have guests on as well, right? Yeah, Patreon posts will still be going out on a Monday. Um, so two listener questions in one episode. Um, so we'll have one set of bongs yeah. at the beginning of the episode that will encompass uh, some highlights from both questions. Yeah. And the, 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 what that will do, that, that will ma- ma- make us a slightly longer form podcast. Yeah. So uh, we, instead of being like, uh, we average about 17 minutes an episode. Yes. So, you know, I think we're going to be up to the high 20s. Yeah, minutes uh, to in per episode. Yeah, so we could be like on average a week doing about thirty-five to forty minutes, maybe. Yeah. Uh, now we might be doing 
30 to 35 minutes because we are amalgamating into two yes. episodes i hope that's not too much of a, a change for you but what it does for us is it just it keeps the podcast fresh for us as well yeah. um and if that's i think I'm, I'm going to be interested to see what happens when we actually start recording that format and how it actually works out i think to begin with it will take a little bit of bedding in period uh, because mm. we are we are changing but that bedding in period will I think the podcast will will, will have a, a nice change to it. And I think yeah. things need to change. Things can't stay the yeah. same way forever. In future, we actually might change again because at one time we were three times a week. We were three times a week. That's yeah. when we weren't doing anything else, though. Yeah, yeah, I, will, I, I will add COVID that. Times. <laughs> and we were recording over the phone. How the, yeah. how, how, how the hell did we do that? Yeah, I know. And it's an explicit episode already. But we like to uh, t- take uh, the audience with us. And uh, so uh, whatever change we make... We all stick with. We yeah. don't just suddenly change and then change back, or, you know, not it's, tell you. It's going to be at least six months and more plus. Mm. It's going to be, there's no There's no time limit to it. Mm. It's just that when we feel like, one of us feels like we need to change again, yeah, uh, we'll do it. It'll freshen everything up for us. It'll be interesting to see what our listening figures will happen because I think they will slightly go down because we're, each episode somebody listens to, we get a listen. Now, if there's two questions in one episode, people are going to be listening for longer. Mm-hmm. Um, they're still going to be listening, but they're just going to be listening for longer. So they're going to be listening to less episodes. So I think our listener rate will listening rate will go down slightly. But I think it will. We will also attract new listeners who like longer form. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, I just uh, thought we'd let you know. Only time will tell. Mm. Um, we also want to mention Headley FM, don't yeah, we? Yeah, Headley FM. Uh, recently, we did a bonus episode about uh, l- low traffic neighbourhoods, LTNs. Uh, it was a bonus item. and uh, But Headley has listened to that and he sent in a, a comment saying uh, he, he would have liked to have changed the question slightly to... Uh, uh, explore the deliveries getting to businesses uh, because you know the low traffic neighborhoods it just stops traffic going in certain down certain roads and Headley is concerned that some businesses might not be able to receive deliveries because not all of them are being done can be done on foot yes now even though we didn't cover that directly that comes into the support we think communities, businesses and residents need to receive when when these these traffic measures come in. Well, it's, it's like it's because it's a change, isn't it? Any yeah. change like that, any major change, mm. because not everybody will be able to adapt as quickly for various yeah. different reasons. Now, um, the, there are cargo bikes out there that can do a lot of deliveries. Yes. Uh, OK, there are some deliveries that need to be done in vans, so that needs to be looked at. How, you know, maybe they're... they're there is a parking time or something, but the roads Headley we were talking about was in Cowley Road, Oxford. The parking was awkward anyway for deliveries. Yes. Um, so and also it may be that it, the, the, those businesses now need support to relocate to another place because it's location, location, location. Like you know, moving to where the customers are. Yeah. So. You, you can argue it's ethically, it's, you know, businesses have been forced out by council decisions to change the direction of traffic flow and blocking roads off, yes. things like that. Now, that, that they're having to potentially relocate because of somebody else's decision, but it doesn't really matter. You know, it, it, they need to relocate. And, and because of that, I think they need support, financial support to relocate, maybe. Yes. So we didn't actually cover that, Headley, about... Uh, parking uh, for for deliveries to businesses 
in areas that have new traffic flow systems. So they might or might not be able to get get their their stock so they can then sell it. But that comes into what our point, I think, in the episode about support needs to be offered. Also, just separately from that, we've got the end of February is not actually as far away as you think it is. Mm. And we have questions lined up till then. Mm. So do send in a question for us to discuss. You can send it to the people's countryside at gmail.com. Quite often it gets sent to uh, Stuart via his Wildman in... Uh, no, via Wildman Productions Wildman's Facebook page. Wildman Productions Facebook page. Uh, so if, that, if, if that's your... Whatever your preferred method is, just send us a question in. Um, you can even record your record it yourself as in yeah. your voice. Um, I, put it directly onto the podcast, can't we? I would have never expected to to get as many questions via that page for this podcast. I'd have thought it would have come via, via the email that we often give up. But yes. I don't, obviously, the uh, I don't know. ever recall a question coming in through the email. No. actually. but mm, we always no. give it out because it's the obvious, the easiest, generally uh, the simplest thing to do. Yeah. And the last announcements we want to make is uh, we're going to be uh, working with the Earth Trust and also. Fat Squirrel at outdoor events uh, soon. And this is one, well, partly why we want to um, go once a week with the podcast to free up time because I'm getting uh, the, these wheel, a wheelchair. Yes. Uh, um, and we're so hoping to get back out into trying to do some outdoor walks and things. So we want to free up time for that. And we want to collaborate with uh, Earth Trust and Fat Squirrel because we want to test drive the, the indoor wheelchair that I, I'm getting that... Um, uh, has some outdoor capacity. We want to test drive, see what the its capabilities is for outdoors. We want to actually work with Earth Trust to make them an accessibility hub to show it nationally to show how you know on their land how how it can be accessible for all sorts of disabled people. And Fat Squirrel, they do interesting fireside events, I and mean, we might be working with those. So anyway, thought we'd make that those announcements. We're well into this podcast, so we've let, waffled on, waffled on long enough. Sorry, Deb, yeah. so you're probably falling asleep by now. Yeah, thinking are they ever going to get around to our question? Yeah. Uh, well, so Deb's question, shall I go for it? Yeah, go for Deb's it. Deb's question. Thank you, Deb. This is your umpteenth question. Um, you've, you've sent in quite a few. I, think, yeah. I seem to remember. I can't. I said umpteenth because I couldn't. Rem- I don't know how many exactly you've no. sent in. But thanks for your question anyway. Uh, Deb's question is, we have eaten meat for thousands of years, so why is it now so wrong to still eat it? Uh, Go on. We talked about ethics previously, haven't we, mm. with um, Susie Darrington. She yep. came on and talked about veganism. Yep. She's a vegan herself. Also, I'm a predominantly ve- have, a, have a vegan diet. You, ha- you have quite a, a yeah. vegan diet as well, Stuart. Um, why is it so wrong to eat it? For me, it's the... <sighs> Just how much exploitation of animals is happening, you know the the mass, the industrialization of the meat production. That's the problem. The industrialization right? of the meat production and and the, the devaluing of of those animals that we we, we consume as mm. well. That's that's my two. That's my two. My two. My two. But feet the out. thing is, you take it to the extreme, and you, you say, "I'm not gonna uh, have uh, like I." Um, bought a candle from the local farmer's market you can see it on the table there and uh, it's made it was made from uh from, yes, from, from, a, from beeswax yeah from beeswax and my wife said oh i don't like that she said it's it's uh it's, it's from bees that you know and it's sort of like how far do you want to take this you know it's sort of i don't want any product that has a, any involvement with animals it's sort of we know somebody aquaponics he grows uh fresh vegetables 
Mm. Yeah, you use it, you know, and and you, you know, in the uses fish, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, so the plants are in this sort of got their, their 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 roots in this water that has fish in the water, and the fish obviously go and uh, and those nutrients go in the water and taken up by the plant. And some people don't like buying those that fresh vegetables because they, it's used fish. But those fish are then, mm. uh, you know, passed on as pets and things, you know. Yes, but I would, I would say, I would, I, I can understand why somebody would be against, um, against using beeswax. Uh, my wife is fully vegan and she doesn't eat honey, because it's actually taking something from them that they use themselves. It's their the neck, the honey itself is is for the, is supposed to be for the hive, not for not for us. It's taking yeah. something away from them. Very similar to cow's milk, if you, if you think about it. I think a lot of people don't actually realise just that the re, why, you know why do cows produce milk? Cows don't produce milk because they are cows. Cows produce milk because they are pregnant. Mm. Uh, that's that's definitely something. It's, so it's that it's that idea. I think the idea of fish in aquaponics is very different because the fish are not being not being exploited. They're basically just fertilising. Mm. They're fertilising the plants. Mm. They're in water. Is there anything wrong with having a beehive and leaving some for the bees and some for us? Oh, it depends on your own ethics. Yeah. I, I think it often comes down to ethics, but it also, yeah, I think I think it comes down to ethics. I, I I still consume honey. I still consume sometimes consume dairy. Nowhere near as much as I used to. Um, that's but that's just where my ethics sit. Is it is it the, the where where it's gone? So why is it so wrong now? I've been eating it for thousands of years. Is it the industrialization and the lack of consideration? I, I think so. That, yeah, that this is the root of this. I, I I'd also say Deb's question is 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 uh is trying to get a maybe this is just reading between the lines, Deb's. But it's almost like you're trying to get a little bit of a a rise out of us in some respects. Well, we're not yeah. at a rise, but like you know, it's it's quite a it's quite a black and white question because you know we have eaten meat for years. You know, it depends on what sort of mm. inflection you put into it because yeah. we don't know what your inflection is, Deb's either. So we have eaten meat for thousands of years so why is it wrong to, to still eat it it's like it's mm. not wrong to eat meat it's it's just it's the way of it's the way the meat is produced yeah. in the first place it needs, needs to be looked at i mean i always have the see i i don't give myself people's course say i'm i'm a vegetarian or i'm a vegan but i eat what's put in front of me and if i like it i'll ch- i'll chom on it yes right yeah, um, yeah very similar in that way actually. now now with with me I, I i gave up eating meat when i was 21 because my mum was an awful cook and, yes. uh, and uh, that's why a lot of people give up eating vegetables yeah for the same and, reason yeah and it's sort of like i uh, i then gave it up but then i went back to eating meat in my late 20s but i only ate meat as long as it was really really good and tasty so yes. that's that's generally good quality you know, the, the 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 animal is being looked after, and and you know, and things like that. Um, but but many people say, yeah, but there's still exploitation behind that. Even even the the, the well looked after, they're still slaughtered. Yes. You know, yeah. So I do see that. Yes. Um, I think it, this comes down to y- y- your own conscience. Yes. You know, yes. Um, I, I would say there's no. I would say, from my point of view, at least, there's no attack. There's no attack on people who eat meat. I mean, I've had conversations with people that I know who fully eat meat, and um, at least one person said, "Oh, I'm sorry, I still eat meat." And I'm like, I, I said, "There's no yeah. reason for you to apologise. This is your choice." Yeah. I saw what, a vegetarian thing on television. Uh, this bloke was cooking. Uh, oh yeah, he was in Ireland. Irish food is uh, very simple. But good quality and very local, you know. It, yes. it, a lot of food is not 
you know they're great at producing beef and and and, and vegetables and and uh, all sorts of different things and dairy products. Fantastic quality. Their f- Irish food is simple but good quality. Yes. And I there's uh, John Turoad. It was he he was a Australian chef and he ate, ate some some very various Irish food and he, he, some of it was vegetarian. And he said when it tastes this good, you don't need meat. Yes. I, I had a really good meal very recently. Uh, uh, there's a not sponsored at all, but there's a really great uh, eatery in East Oxford called Taste Tibet, and they do a they do a feast. So you yeah. get a certain amount of curries. You get I think three curries. You get a dal, and then you yeah. choose your two other curries. And you, they do a vegan version of that, and um, they do they do various dishes. Which are, every dish is just really really really. There's uh, my uh, bread maker going off. You can hear it in the background. Yes. Got got a malt loaf ready to be served. Do you, do you reckon that will stop beeping? Yeah, I hope so. But it isn't. Is that, does that, it does sound like it's reversing in the kitchen. Yeah. Uh, carry on. What were you saying? Uh, yeah. So the, those dishes again, they were they, they had no meat in them. They had no dairy in them. They actually, but they were still absolutely delicious. Yeah. I think maybe that's one thing to sort of like. We're going off your topic, off topic of the, the question a little bit here, but I think when people think about food is often the meat is the centre of the dish. Mm. It doesn't need to be that way. I mean, there's some various. Uh, there's so much. There's so much good food out there, and it, you have to sort of. You also with certain vegetables. You, you really have to understand how to cook them well. So you know, broccoli is yeah. a good example. Don't overcook broccoli, um, but also, but over, you can overcook carrots. That's absolutely fine. You know, it's that. That's my, that's that's how I. That's how I kind of look at these things. Yeah. With that, broccoli, the thing what I always do is what well, I used to do when I used to cook more. You cook it and then you put it straight in cold water. Yes. Otherwise, it's it called keeps cooking. It's called, it bla- keep, yeah. it's called blanching. You do that with asparagus. You cook it for yes. a couple of minutes and you put it in cold water because otherwise it will keep cooking. Yeah, I did. I, I had a recipe for green beans. You do exactly the same thing. Yeah. So you boil them to a certain point, point, and then you whack them in cold water and you, you, cook, you put yeah, lemon juice and pepper on them. And yeah. I could just eat that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really nice thing. Yeah. But anyway, this is so not the a cook- question. It's not a cooking program, is no. it? No. Yeah, well, we, we, we've eaten meat for thousands of years. So why is it so wrong to still eat it? I think that's down to the individual. But all, all I would say is just make sure whatever you eat is as local as it can be and it's as good as it can be. And just think about, you know, a bit of balance and measure. You know, what's the what's the production process in what we're eating? So I think that this, this question is more designed, I think, for getting people to think about what they're eating and how it's put in, how it, what the pathway is for being put in front of them. Yeah. So uh, that's the action for me. It's My- just when you're chomming on your meal tonight, just think about what's the process of... It's been to get that onto your plate. My my action is probably around the human condition, uh, the theme of the of the human condition in a way yeah. that we 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 can feel very threatened by change and very threatened by somebody who's doing something different. Um, don't be threatened by it, you know. Uh, engage with that person and 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 talk to them and say and ask them why they do what they do, and be and be open yourself yeah. to 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 listening, and that 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 works both ways. That works from anybody who. Any part of the spectrum of a diet, from somebody who is an, a total meat eater right through to somebody who is 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 a very strict vegan, you know, just yeah. think about, just listen to what somebody else is saying, just listen to what they're saying, and listen to their reasoning, and and don't don't judge them, don't 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 cast judgment on them, and just actually right. just have a conversation with them. That's my action. 